Welcome, bandits and villagers alike, to our magnificent episode 7. We're going to be drinking all night straight through to the Robert Dawn, and we guarantee your pint glass will be full to the brimmer as you partake in a couple of Eli Wallops with your favourite guzzling gunmen. You know what I Steve McMean? It's the Logalogs points of view with Thomas Dew. I'm Tom Hishu. Say hello to Jim. Hello. That was tough. I tried my best to come yeah. up with a Charles Bronson one, but I just I couldn't. Love you, Charlie. Was, Although was I that, failed you. He's what draft was that? Was, was that the first draft of that? Four hundred. As four hundred third, I think that one was. Spent a well, good good week on that. I think I did this like pretty much during the week, and I think I spent the last fifteen minutes uh, before we recorded just doing the rest of the rest of the script. So. Well, you know, I hope no one notices. You know what? I would say there's room for improvement. Okay, well, that's that. Well, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting, you know, such you know feedback. Oh, I feel uh, crushed in the opening. Such seconds. feedback. I mean, this early in the show, but that's okay. Uh, it's good. I'm gonna work on that. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you uh, i know you're very eager to wrap your hand around a cold one tonight how are you my brother in palms i'm doing good good you know yeah. just getting back, back into the back, the back swing of things yeah all these was good well, I, I keep saying that but i guess it's like a t- typical scottish holiday you know baltic it's raining um you had to use a uh, Two out of the four hubs on your gas oven to heat your caravan in the mornings. Yeah, yeah, we can all relate to that. Yes, definitely. So, so why did you leave again? <laughs> <laughs> why did you drive from one side of the country to the other to live in a little cold box? Sounds but... very exotic, buddy. Sounds very exotic. Uh, <laughs> are you going to ask me how I am? How I am? I, I can see you. You could. You looks like you're holding up. You look okay. Yeah. Putting on a brave face. Braver. Not so much. Uh, hurts my gums. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm okay. Thanks for mm. asking. A very uh, a rare day off today. That's impressive. very rare. The mm-hmm. Virgin on blue. So. So what is that? Is that them finished with the COVID? Giving you time off now. I'm not out of work, Stu. Okay, I'm not unemployed. <laughs> okay, pull the day off. I've been missing you, man. There's always a little stew-shaped hole in my life until podcast night. But we're here. We've made it. Uh, this evening, we've got another crazy, with, with a K, pairing, handpicked by the all-seeing, all-knowing, very self-aware, I'm getting very worried, Hooper Hops. And uh, he, she, it... Day. I don't know. Hooked it's a web page. With... You're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to assign a gender to it. That's okay. That's fine. Some people, you know, that they, they they class themselves, identify mm-hmm. as a web page, and that's absolutely. It's non-binary, Tom. Um, <laughs> or maybe it is. Right. Um. Yeah. The uh, the Hooper Hops hooked us up with a, a sour beer versus Scottish ale matchup, bro. Are you ready to take on the Belgians once again tonight? Because if you're not, let me know. I've got good money riding on you. Hey, let's go for it. I'm let's just... do it, man. Are you are you uh, familiar with these brewskis tonight? Uh, McEwen's in a way. I guess I've, yeah. I've sampled uh, their champion. Yeah, 
We love the champion, yeah. I mean, I haven't had uh, this beer tonight in a while, but uh, I remember liking it a lot. I've never had the... Uh, I'm going to try not to uh, butcher the pronunciation on this. Mm-hmm. Bacchus. Uh, so we're looking forward to that as it's a beer from a category I've never partaken in before. So, yeah, should be awesome. Um mm-hmm. Right, did you get the right beer this time? As I'm a busy man, I can't afford to podcast two nights in a row again. Yes, Thomas. Okay, perfect. First beer of the evening. <laughs> McEwen's Export. Woo! Say that again. McEwen's <laughs> McCorn's Export. Is that good? You yeah, like that? Yeah, it doesn't sound like Eurovision now? there. You're about to I'm fucking score us nil poids. You, you say it every time the name pops pops up, I'll point to you, and you fill the picture. I'm, I'm going to throw it dry. Clearly, I'm, I'm parched. I need a beverage. Can we do this, please? We're on the wrong side of the podcast. <laughs> the dry end. <laughs> Always the worst end. Uh, so, yeah, do you want to crack this bad boy open? Are you yes. ready? So, you've got the bottle this evening. I've got the tin. Both acceptable. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Sipping on. This this single bottle was uh, acquired at Home Bargains, if, yes. in case anyone wants to play along at home. Yes, but if you're a millionaire like me, you bought you buy cans in in fours, and yeah, that's what happened here. So you probably knew that because you can you could tell from my haircut that I've got a lot of money. Um, so put two and two together and make so that haircut money using on his cans. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, of course. I mean, where else is it going to go? Right, I'm going to drink some beer. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. I won't argue with you. You normally do. Uh... <laughs> right, I'm looking forward <laughs> to this, man. Well-deserved Bruce Garino. Well, it smells it. beautiful, man. It smells crisp. Um yeah, really crisp, man. Nice really dark uh, color to it. Really frosty can I got going on here. So, uh, yeah, let's do it, man. Cheers, buddy. Oh, Cheers. the old pissing head glass looking good. Mm-hmm. Classy, very classy. Cheers, man. Cheers, mate. <sighs> what do you reckon, man? That was a, a very easy drink. It was yeah. like smooth. No kickback. Um, yeah, for a bit too, it's it's surprisingly quite smooth. It's almost got like a a lagerish quality to it. I don't know whether that's just because I'm drinking out of the can that I'm getting that, but very laid back. Definitely um, a uh, a very 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 decent brewski. Um, so yeah, guys, uh, a a magnificent sight. Their words, not mine. Uh, here we have Mc McEwen's. Export Scottish Ale, standing at a very healthy 4.5%, a historical brewski from a, a historical brewery. company was founded by Scottish politician and brewer William McEwen in Fountainbridge, Edinburgh, in 1856, named after the spring waters from the vicinity, which were the big reason the location was uh, chosen by McEwen, who was busy, thanks, uh, mm-hmm. Engaging in industrial espionage at rivals Bass and Alsop's brewery at the time. Uh, throughout the years, the company has been involved in some big beer milestones. In the 30s, they were an early pioneer of keg beer. In the 60s, the company's Strong Ale was the highest gravity beer on general sale throughout the world. 
And from 1982 to 1999, McEwen's was the sponsor of Countum, six football and two rugby league clubs. Hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of different beers in their back catalogue. Yeah. The big three being this, Champion uh, and Headspace. Me and Stu have declared our love numerous times for Champion. Uh, their Scotch Ale on the show. Uh, I had Headspace quite recently. Their Scotch whiskey beer. How was it? Um, rock solid. Didn't get any real whiskey taste from it, but it was lovely nonetheless. Um, they do a lager, which was launched in the 70s, I believe. And locally, they have their 60, 70 and 80 shilling still on draft, which is their OG beer lineup. Mm. Already? I've only had a couple of sips, jeez. Uh, <laughs> right, Stu, you've had, judging from the pictures you've been whizzing over to me the past week, a pretty heavy one on the beer front, dude. Um, inform yeah. our dear listeners, what's what's been going down on uh, your side of the pond? I, well, I've, obviously, we, we mentioned briefly, I was on holiday, so I decided just to buy lots of beer, especially anything I haven't had before. Um, so yeah, every night it was either like a can or two, just working my way, clearing the fridge. So, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I thought I'd bring sort of my top three beers from my holiday. Awesome, so, man. I'm really looking forward to it, man. The first one I would say is, in no particular order, yep. is... Um, to be honest, I haven't got the information in front of me. I'm just paraphrasing, but it's Kirkston Brewery. And it was, I can't remember the clever title they had for it, but it was a vanilla, was that a vanilla ice cream sour? Interesting. So it was a sour beer. Yeah, this was uh, just awesome. picked up from uh, Asda's through an Ayrshire. And it was just like, I hadn't seen this in my local Asda's. Let's have a look. And it was like a fruit, I think it was described as a fruited ice cream sour. Really interesting. What what gave you that sourness then? Was it kind of the vanilla itself or did it just kind of have a back end that was well, a bit kind I of punchy? Say, I, it was. It was definitely, to be honest, when I was drinking, I thought I was getting uh, cider vibes. But mm. it was days later because I was like, this is a familiar taste. Yeah, you kind of have like your vanilla, maybe like the aroma of fruit, but... It was, could easily be compared to the fizzy Lucasade drink, you know, the original. The original, I get, interesting. I orange, but this is original, yeah. where it's like, oh, okay. I think what the taste is. It really so fucking close to that, an alcoholic it, version of that. It's like the blue Doritos, and no one knows what they taste like, but they just taste good. Mm-hmm. Ranch, clearly tastes like a, a ranch with horses and ponies. And what does that taste like? <laughs> it's, like it's like as a kid when you always said, oh, this tastes like poo, and your mom would say, oh, you know what poo tastes like? You've eaten it, have you? It's <laughs> oh, like that. I get that vibe. some shit in your gob, then see how it tastes. Jeez, maybe that's what how they got down over Chris. there. I'm Bro. sorry. Talk about corporal punishment, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, second uh, beer. Spice is so dirty. Roll it back in. Um, was a surprisingly lovely crisp lager, the the Japanese beer. Oh, I'm butchering it. Asai. Oh yeah, man. I saw I saw here. I think it's yes, Asai. But uh, I, I'm not too sure. But man, yeah, I'm really glad you you jumped on this mm. one. It's definitely one of my favourites. It was. I was like, I also I just had like a little half pint glass, uh, filled up. We we're sitting watching a film. I took a sip and I was like, man, 
took another big sip and was like, this is really drinkable. Like, this was good, matching yeah. uh, like Hop House Lager. It was just something like smooth, crisp. You could easily just put it away. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, this was maybe my third or fourth beer of the holiday. And I was like, man, this is the clear lead. Like, just a lovely, refreshing, crisp lager. Man, so, yeah, it's so good. Like, crisp, but, like, almost kind of, you know, smooth as well, very drinkable. Uh, yeah, it's another one that's made with rice, um, if if I remember, which I think gives it its very distinct taste. But I'm really glad yeah. you dug it, man, because, yeah, it's one that I always don't see it too often. But uh, I think I've had it on draft maybe once, but right. uh, it was impeccable on draft. Yeah, it was fantastic. And that was it. I've, obviously, I've sampled it before just through curiosity back in the day, but nothing as heavy going as I have in the last year. Yeah. But I remember kind of starting to drink it and just not really being enamoured by it. But I think mm. just because I wasn't, like, my taste buds was maybe just as far as, like, Budweiser. Yeah. Hosters, Coors Light. Then drinking as, oh, man, that's... that's Hadn't evolved yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very basic. But obviously the bottle itself describes itself as super dry. Yeah. So that maybe just going right to that, it's like, nah, this is maybe not for me, but... Fuck, years later, it, it ticks all the boxes. Yeah, I think it's it just, I think it, for me, is like it refers to that kind of, it's not dry as in, say, like cranberry juice or something. It, yeah. It's dry as in, it's got that quite clean flavour yeah. to it. It's still got a lot of taste, but it's just, it's it's got that kind of clean smoothness to it, which is uh, really, really nice. Very sessionable uh, brewski, I think. Mm. Really glad you enjoyed it, man. Yeah. And uh, my final, I was... I decided uh, when I, obviously I was attempting to get a hold of the Wi-Fi signal out of the caravan site unsuccessfully. I obviously went into the bar, got a little seat on the patio outside, and ordered a pint of Guinness. Yeah. Like on tap. So obviously, like it's not a big deal. It's Guinness, but I can't tell you the last time I had a fucking pint like in a bar, Man. fucking poured and just. Ah, oh, it was lovely. It was just that, that first one back's something in it, man. Really <laughs> is. I think their options for on tap only only went once because when it got to the weekend, it was mobbed, and they're mm. just like, nah, that's that's a breeding ground. I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> but I think the two choices for ale on tap was Guinness and a Lottingtons. Lottingtons. Um, yeah. No, no, not ringing any bells for me. No. Yeah, I, I thought it was Boddingtons, but it was definitely like the um, ill. Well, it's some kind of bootleg version. Of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> clearly more classier. But, but who knows? Awesome, man. So that was the top three. Yeah, and the only reason I mentioned getting this in there is because it was four pound fifty-eight pence a pint. So I'm getting my. My value, so, my money out of this fucking story is that I bought a pint, I drank it, the, the last quarter wasn't very good, but, <laughs> yeah, bastards, I should have stole the tumbler, I'm sorry, I know that will offend people, but I should have took the tumbler <laughs> for that price. I know, the, the pound to the shilling rate is just, it's just terrible at the moment, honestly. Really, 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 really bad. But it's good, though. I'm glad that you managed to have your first draft brewski and you enjoyed it. But when was the last time you had a Guinness on draft? Do you remember? Never. That was your first first Guinness you ever had? Yeah, right. Oh, that's, it's always bottled. Like, for the yeah, podcast. Or I think I'd, I'd tried one before. 
when I was living with my parents and I kind of got halfway through and I thought, oh, that's a bit much. Yeah. Oh, but let's, let's talk about it more then. Uh, this is this is a groundbreaking moment. I, mm-hmm. I, I did not realise this. Well, that what was were it, your, like... What were your thoughts, feelings, emotions? What was happening in your trousers at the time? Well, there's some shrinkage because it was Baltic. Yeah. Of course. So... He was like he was not seeing the sights at all. He was like, no. "Leave me alone." Um, but no, the beer was nice, smooth. It was just, mm. just kind of that first gulp, and it's like, "Oh man, I could, like, this is, oh, I could swim in this." But Hell yeah, like, it'd probably cost me more than a fiver. So, oh, um, but it was. It was just like, "Oh, this is kind of the start, the start of things, maybe getting back to normal." The the first of many uh, draft beers in my future. Hell yeah, man! It's just Definitely. that the journey on tap. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good sign of things to come. And I think I wasn't thinking too much about my first pint back, but when I did have it a couple of weeks ago, it was uh, it was something special. It was something mm-hmm. special, man. But oh man, I'm really glad that you've uh, you jumped in on the on the draft Guinness, and, and I'm I'm glad you really like it. I mean, as I say, um, not particularly as flavoursome as some of the Guinnesses that we've had on the show, yes. but I think obviously on draft, it's just got that that creaminess and that smoothness, mm. and you know, especially when it's ice cold, it's just uh, yes. it's wonderful. I was also ice cold while I was drinking it outside. Lovely. I yet turned the patio heaters on. That's that's dedication for you. Dedication to this show, guys. Mm-hmm. Al- alcoholism a little bit, but more to this show, okay? Can you hear this? Hear what this man's doing for your entertainment? <laughs> Look at him. He's a mess. He looks terrible. Okay. He hasn't Tom. slept for 72 hours, okay? Because yeah. he's putting the work in. Son, listen to me. Yes, I feel like <laughs> You also look like a mess. Surely you've been having <laughs> a couple of drinks this week. <laughs> Those are the bags around my eyes that gave it away. Jesus Christ. It's the bags uh, on the bags. <laughs> but I've had a very light week on my end. I mean, I've got to say, I've had a couple of old favourites here and there, but uh, the one brand new heavy I've made to sample was um, I had Y Valley's Wholesome, uh, which is a stout. Right. Uh, it's from the same guys who do Butty uh, Batch or Back, which is a nice bitter if you if you've heard of that. Yeah, it um, sounds familiar. I've had that a few times, um, and yeah, this was lovely. Very similar taste profile to Murphy's. Nice, right. nutty coffee undertones, mm-hmm. but not too overpowering. Very uh, smooth and silky. Uh, I liked it a lot, but yeah, that was. Um, that was on on cask uh, as well, and it was lovely. Uh, got the last bit of sun a couple of weeks ago, which mm-hmm. was nice. Well, obviously, it's uh, it's gone to shit again. Yes. Uh, but yeah, there'll be plenty more sunny days to come, and plenty more brewski sampling uh, with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it, man. Really, that's the only one I wanted to highlight this week. A uh, bit of pretty light week. So thank you for saying that. I look like shit. It must be all the drugs I'm doing rather than uh, the drinking. What's the verdict on your <laughs> on your bottle? <laughs> Hold it like... together, Tommy. You're good. It, it was good. I've I finished it quite easily. Just a nice, refreshing beer. Nothing too taxing. It's ones where it's like, ah, I could probably have a couple of these and then I would be hammered. Yeah, definitely. I mean, taste profile, very similar to... 
a strong uh, English bitter. Mm. Um, I would like. I would liken it to kind of um, even Banks's bitter, like, but a bit more of a kick to it. Obviously, this one's standing at four point five percent. But yeah, just nice because it's got a, it's got a crispness to it that you don't really get with a lot of bitters, which I think really works um, in its favour. You can really taste like the malty flavour to it. Yeah, really, really good. Again, I think with the McEwen's, I mean, we obviously uh, love the champion as well. And I think this is, mm. if you want something maybe a bit lighter, something that you could probably have more than one of without passing out, uh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely uh, stick to the export because it's mm. uh, a really nice bevy. I like but, how, uh, I, sorry to interrupt there, just reading the back label, when you get it down to the bottom and it brings up the like the address... It's it's just fucking uh, Masterton's again. Yeah. Where are we looking, sorry, buddy? Well, on the back of mine, it has. The oh, you mean for... it's brewed by Masters now in Wolverhampton? Yeah, like fortunately, it's, it's, uh... it's just fucking Brewers Monopoly. He's like, oh, McEwen's, <laughs> they're still doing it. Oh wait, nope, not nah, Masterton's got them. Oh, yeah. is this what is this what betrayal tastes like? <laughs> Somebody sold out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, that's unfortunately that's a lot of the beers today are kind of brewed mm-hmm. by big, um, by one big brewery rather than kind of separate ones, because that's the way of the world. Unfortunately, you know, big shark eats a little fish, um, and then the big shark decides to the distribute that fish to the shark. But with his name on the, the back end of so, it, yeah. The so it was shark, like, hey, this is a lovely little fish, but. Yeah, so the yeah, shark got another beer. The shark like there's bones, and then they distribute the bones right. of and the call. fish. Tell them about the beer, Tom. Right, we got Bacchus Cherry Beer. Now, Stu told me to take the paper wrapping off because he thought it wouldn't be very pleasurable to your eardrums, but we can give you a little bit if you like it. It's like oh, it's like that's... a wrap almost, isn't it? What, what's what's the people that get off on sounds ASR or A- ASL- ASMR? Yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah, oh, that's we could do that. I think we I could love do that. it when they crinkle the paper. <laughs> Honestly, there must be a lot of arousal at Christmas and birthdays for those kind of people, and you know, good a, on them. I'm a, yeah, I'm about to tip the table. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my camera? So they're gonna see you. Just, Ooh. Right now, this is yeah. Did I say Bacchus? Yeah, I did. You did. Uh, cherry beer. Did I say that as well? Yes. This yep, is okay. what, this is our uh, sour beer. So yes, this is our sour beer. Um, so I think the only thing left to do is to crack it open and see what it's made of. Wait, mate. Wow, that smells. That smells amazing. It's almost it's... like as in. It, you would expect almost like an artificial cherry taste to it, but it, it smells like almost it's, like a fresh, yeah, fresh it's a cherry, funky kind of, like a preserved taste. Yeah, really, like almost like a, a like a glazed or a you know sugared cherry or something like yeah, a. Yeah, so it's like Jolly Ranchers. A little bit, buddy. Yeah, I'm definitely getting. I'm definitely. I'm definitely getting that. Um, should we have a Should we have a go on it? Shall we? Yeah. What's it? It's like 
when you get the... Stop talking, holes. I want to drink. No, I'm going to keep talking. You drink. It's like the throat sweeties. Oh, uh, tunes. Yeah. Just that nice, funky cherry. Sometimes when you have a tune, though, do you feel like you're in real danger of choking? I'm not a child, Tom, so yeah. I don't think so. Oh. But okay. if, if this is yeah. medicine, I'm all for it. Let's forget we said that. Cheers. Do you want to say cheers? No? Cheers. It's oh. too late now. You spoiled <laughs> it. Hmm. Very refreshing. Oh. It's. Hmm. So let's go in for the second. Second sip. Um. Yeah, it's got like um. It's like. It's even got like a wine-like kind of tartness to it, mm-hmm. but nothing too kind of sour. It's 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 very, as you say, kind of refreshing. Wow, really nice. It's almost mm. like bite, biting into a, a piece of fruit or something. Mm-hmm. I'd almost yeah. kind of get a little sour tone at the end. A little bit, yeah, a little bit too. It's got more kind of a, a fresh kind of tone to it, I think. Right, while you enjoy that, I'm going to fill the people in, the good people, about what's going on with this brewski. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bacchus Creekin Beer, a.k.a. Cherry Beer. This is a 5.8%. Uh, Belgian Sour Red Ale. So this is our second Belgian in a row on the show, um, also known as a Flemish Red Ale. First brewed by the Van Honsebroek family in the early 20th century. Which one's, which, which is better, my, my Belgian or my, my Scotch? Which one? What do you think? Sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Could I ask? Uh, are these owned by Marston's as well? Who are these guys? Yeah. I don't think so. Why? <laughs> no, it was just a really shit callback joke. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm actually checking the paper. Like, does he want to know? Like, has he not got access to his own paper? No, but the, these uh, I mean, these these are these are not authentic Belgian. This is authentic Belgian. Um, yeah. So the these these guys apparently been brewing uh, since the early 20th century at the site of the Saint Joseph Brewery. They specialize in brewing in a local style, uh, which relies on ancient storage methods and mixed fermentation to extend its lifespan. I'm, I'm really trying to listen to you, Tom, but I've got to be here. Are you okay, guy? What's happened? <laughs> what's, what's, what's going on? You got the giggles. A severe case of pins and needle in my leg. Oh, shit, dude. How have you been I'm fine. I've just been sitting like a normal human being, but I'm like just listening to you giving a little history lesson. It's like, I can't feel my leg. <laughs> my right leg's falling asleep. This fucking cherry beard's laced with something. <laughs> are you saying my lessons are, are crippling? That's not, that's, yes. That's not very good. That doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> I can't you need to start meditating during podcast hours, man. Honestly, very unprofessional. Come back. <laughs> Don't go towards the light. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, breathe. You're on air. Be professional. <laughs> right. Tell me about this cherry beer. 
what what was I saying again? Um Harry, before my legs fall asleep again. Okay. Uh, yeah, they brew in a local style, which relies on ancient storage methods and mixed fermentation to extend its lifespan, undergoing uh, maturation in oak barrels, which gives the beer its mildly, mildly, <laughs> d- 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 mildly sour and fruity taste, which is also yes. available in framboise or raspberry flavor. So. Ooh. Be on the lookout for that big guy. Um, okay, let's get into the ankles of this show's body. And I know you're more of a legs man. I can't but quite feel my ankles. The ankles are part of the legs. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's dive into uh, what uh, what our lovely listeners have got to ask us. Um, listeners' questions? I'm ready. Right. Count Lucula, if that is your real name says, uh, which brewery is largely credited with inventing the strain of yeast used in many of today's lager? Right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to take like, this one to you. I'm going to take this one to you. i right now. Let me take this one. First of all, Guy, what do you think this is, University Challenge? I've already had Paxo this week on my Sunday dinner. How about you take my sage and onion advice, okay? Hit us with the real question. And not this pathetic excuse for an entry to our competition. Stu, hold me back. Hold me back. I'm trying. You're not, you're, not, you're not doing a good job. Look, everybody knows it was Dr. Henry Philip, or to his friends, me being one of them, Hank McCoy. He hooked the world up. Beast. And bread. Chaosly grammar. Bread, beer, and infection lovers have been grateful ever since. Which brewer no, 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 largely no, credited stop, inventing stop. the strain of yeast used in many of today's <laughs> no, lagers? Stop it. You're just going to spontaneously arouse our audience. We don't need that. I do that every episode. You're going to be getting, walking awkwardly about? off of the bus. <laughs> ding, ding. Missed three stops already. The question was, which brewer is largely credited with inventing the strain of yeast? I can't believe I'm saying this question three times. Mm-hmm. Of yeast used in many of today's lagers. All right. It's a quiz question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to suppose, how they answer with... questions on Jeopardy. Uh, what is a snobby prick? Oh. My original smell... answer was, was like Hovis. Then I realized, wait, they don't brew beer. I can smell I can smell the barbecue because someone just got burnt. I'm sorry. Okay, we've spent too much time on this question. Right, let's just forget that. Add no count cunt yella. Let's move on. <laughs> smell you like that. Sorry, dude. Whatevs. You didn't win, I'm sorry. You didn't win, so do you know what? Oh, imagine actually how these are obviously all questions that came from the competition we'd done at the beginning of the season. Imagine if these poor cunts had to sit through a 10-episode stretch just to find out if they won three tins of craft beer. <laughs> and they tune in each week just to get berated two by two. Like, poor little animals going into Noah's Ark. Is like, are we getting craft beer? No, you're no, you thick cunt. Move. <laughs> Next. Now I know why you got that job as a doorman, honestly. Next up, we got our boy. He's coming with the goods. He's too dirty to clean his act up. It's Dirty Stew. Hey. Hey, who asks, how does Dirty Stew talk? Is it like, is he Scottish? He's for Paisley, so 
I'm really I, into Ains and Gun at the moment. Uh, sorry. I, I, let's just I'm really into Ains and Gun at the moment. What's your no, favourite beverage from them? Also, what's the best curry beer combo? <laughs> what? What was that? You can't oh. get that, dude. Listen, you, you read it then. If you can do a better Scottish accent, I don't think you can. All, but... all he's asking is, uh, what is our favourite uh, Ains and Gun beer? And also, what's a good beer and curry combo? Oh, is that what he meant? Ah, okay. You you sampled more Innocent Gun than me at the moment, at this sure. moment in time, uh, I should say. Uh, what's your top picks? Um, I would you... say I would go first for the IPA. I think it's the is it Gun Barrel or Gun Smoke IPA. That's the the one with the white label. Very nice floral tones to it. Maybe second best would be their the red label one where it it's not the rum. Are you talking about the the blood red sky? The the, the, the one we the done for the ale. podcast. Oh, the original. Yeah. Bourbon barrel Scotch ale, the original, yes. the OG. Yeah, man. Yeah. I would suggest that's that. Still my that's still my favorite. I did sample um, the one of their tins when I was on holiday and it was ah, one yeah, called the, the fruit one yeah was the, really interesting uh, mangoes one. on the run a mango IPA nice. and to be honest I, I, I wasn't for it really how does it compare to the normal IPA um, I don't know I just came across too bitter it did have kind of like uh, the, the nice fruity smell to it but you're just blasted with this bitterness that just and it kind of just didn't carry it across it was maybe too intense interesting what's the percentage on that one Ah, fuck. I don't know. That that tends long gone, but I should have looked. I should have been a little bit more professional. But it was like a standard IPA, not a, a strong one, not a double yeah, one. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. just a standard one, but yeah, they can't all be winners. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, again, I, I think for me so far, their stuff's you know, always been fantastic, but I've only tried two of their beers because... Um, it's just tough to get your hands on the whole range over here. Yeah. I hope to see more of more of it on these shores in the future. But yeah, I think the original's still my favourite, and I really like the Blood Red Sky as well. Their Strong Ale, which I think is only a couple more uh, percentages, percent mm-hmm. percentage percent. numbers, a couple more dot numbers than the original, and that's fantastic. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I've been really kind of looking to try and get my hands on at least the lager to see if uh, see if that's any good. Have you tried the log? lager? I haven't, I you said, no. Yeah, you've got I access like I to should it. Have. It's, it's, it's either available two ways. It's either your big two to three pound bottle, where is it maybe 750 mil? The big, the big boys, yeah. Yep. Or uh, uh, four tins. Mm-hmm. The standard, eh? so you all your fancy craft ones you could buy a nice individual, reasonable size bottle. But yeah, I, the only other time I've seen the the innocent gun lager, it's always been kind of like a nice seven fifty. The big, big ones, bottle. yeah, yeah. I mean, again, the only ones I've seen are the kind of standard bottles, like the kind of uh, you know little ones, but three three thirty mil are they? <laughs> I think they're the only ones that I've seen. I've never seen it in the cans, but obviously. Uh, it being a Scottish label, uh, yeah. I'm assuming it's a bit more kind of available on on your side of the tracks. Um, but yeah, that that would be our 
be our answers. Dirty Stew for now, until we've obviously sampled more of their uh, back catalogue. Uh, mm-hmm. Curry. Speaking of curry, well, we weren't speaking about curry, but that's the second part of the question. Um, for me, the one true curry beer we've we've actually tried on the show is Cobra, back on episode oh, yeah. two. Uh, and do you, you, you think that would be a good combo? But I, uh, yeah, I feel the yeah. it has to be like a lager. With like yeah, a curry. I agree. You, I agree. you couldn't rock yeah. like a like a any IPA or a, oh, just like a pale ale, just kind of. Trying to get something like a fruity drink with like a hot curry maybe doesn't mix. You kind of just need a crisp, refreshing lager to kind of definitely, man, help yeah. balance out a hot curry. I think lager is definitely the route to go down. Anything mm. a bit heavier is always a, a risky move. Um, don't do what I did once and take a four pack of Guinness to enjoy with your. I was about though. to say you, you probably shouldn't shotgun a stout and a curry. It's not good, dude. You'll be playing a, a deadly game of uh, gastric Jenga quicker than you can poop a poppadom. Jeez, yeah, that was a rough uh, um, probably, there'd definitely be like a well, I'll flush. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's the type of one. I know it's a car reference, but like you'll be flushing this system. Everything's gonna be flying out of you shortly after that combination. But I think uh... that's the type of shite where you'd be run to the bathroom and you're opening the window first. You're thinking ahead, is like, man, this is gonna stay in the ceiling. Let me get a head start. I get some we, ventilation. Uh... And like maybe grab a pillow so you can lie against the wall and just hope to God you pull through. Sounds like a good night. Um, <laughs> You're just lying there, profusely sweating, planning your funeral in your head. Sounds like my honeymoon. Um, yeah, I think I will have Iron Maiden play. Any of, <laughs> any of those, uh, as, as a serious recommendation, Stu, obviously, please. That's what Dirty Stu uh, asked the question for. We're yes, taking the piss over there. I think Dirty any of those Stu. Indian beers are great, you know, with curry. Uh, mm-hmm. Kingfisher, uh, mongoose is a really underrated one. I've only ever had that one uh, before one time, but I remember it being lovely. Um, went down well. Beer or, or what animal you're having in your curry? Apparently, I'm just talking about animals for some reason. Um, yes, but no, those two are definitely those two definitely are actually uh, in fact beers. But okay. yeah, that's a really good one. Um, but I, I agree with you, dude. I think lager is definitely kind of the way to go. Uh, a very tasty. Uh, or a kind of a uh, a more premium lager uh, mm. would be the way to go with a with a nice curry. Uh, Stu, favorite curry? Shout it out now. Yeah, I, I would say a tikka masala. I, I'm a very plain man. I do enjoy a korma. I do like a, a tikka masala is like the next level, and then kind of was it your Rogan Josh kind of yeah. like a fruity. Uh, Dal Frazee kind of vibe. Yeah. More of a kind of a low key, kind of just subtle. Exactly. Just what you could yeah. probably find in an Asda. Yeah. Like, I'm not going out of my way to look for this experimental underground ghost fucking chili pepper shit. So, yes. tell me, give me your curry. What is your go to? I In imagine you'd probably, yeah, Always. something just to fucking Always. ruin your digestive system, eh? How do you think I, I stay so slim, buddy? Do you know what I mean? Just going for the royal flush. <laughs> Listen, just because so, you say it twice there's, there's doesn't no, mean it's funny. It is a okay. thing. I'm, it I'm doesn't. T-shirts as we That's speak. not how it works. Um, talk about this beer again, Stu, while I drink more of it. 
please. Oh, Ar- Arbacus. Yes. This cherry sour. It, it, it's a mythical beast. It's something different. Like we, we've been we've been content with all our warm amber tones of beer throughout the season, and now we get this this flush red. I say red. <laughs> this dark purple. Like this is just yeah, it's more similar. It, it looks like kind of a blend between uh, lefts and almost like a brown ale, doesn't it? Like mm-hmm. in terms of the color of it, um, but it has obviously that that head that you'd associate with a Belgian beer. Um, if I didn't say, thank you, Dirty Stew, for your question. Really appreciate yes. that, bud. And thank you for tuning yes, in. Sorry it's taken so long to get to your question, but them's are the breaks. Uh, but yes, yeah, Stu, I agree. Do I agree with you? I don't know. I'm still, I'm still kind of, uh, I don't know, a bit unclear about how I feel about this brewski. It's good. It doesn't. It, it almost doesn't even taste like a beer, does it? It's yeah, kind of like it's definitely like oh, this is some home brew, local farmers market. Somebody's making their own wine or beer. You try one, it's like ah, this is good, but like mm. fucking could be lethal. Now. Tom, would you say this has a, a a tartness to it? Definitely, yeah, definitely. It's refreshing. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. It's got that fruity taste to it. It's so mm-hmm. that refreshing kind of that kind of burst in your mouth kind of yeah. fruitiness to it. But again, it doesn't really taste like a beer to me. Yeah. So I think I, I think I would recommend it as an interesting beverage, but as a beer, it's it's very far from what I would kind of think of. Aye. As a beer in my head, there's like there's no maltiness or mm-hmm. even hoppiness to it. It it's just kind of like a foamy, fruity, fizzy beverage. Well, that's it. I feel when we stagger into the realm of sour beers, it's it's no longer beer. Like <sighs> yeah. that that vanilla ice cream, fruit ice cream one I had, which just compared more to a fucking flat bottle of Lucasade yes. than a beer. Yeah. And now this Similar cherry kind beer. of vibes to it are you getting? Mm-hmm. So At least you've you got some kind of frame of reference. Because for me, it's obviously a completely new experience. But you've got some kind of frame of reference from having that vanilla beer. How does it, how does it stack up to that one? Um, Similar I, vibes? Me, nah, not really. I don't, maybe just because it's a completely different flavor. Mm. How they were kind of going for a, a, like a vanilla ice cream, uh, like pineapple fruit vibe and then we're across to the cherry yeah fucking realm here so definitely i think it's it's a recommendation from me yeah Uh, and it's also sorry to interrupt again if people are like i'm enamored by this weird cherry beer they speak of morrison's it's the only beer that comes in a fancy paper wrapper Look on our show posts because there'll be a picture of the beers and my cat looking perplexed. It's great. You don't, you don't have to make your own hobo bag. This one comes with one included. Fantastic. Exactly. Um, okay, let's let's put an end to this madness before someone gets badly hurt. I've got a serious case of podcaster's elbow coming on, and that means my no legs more. Are fucked. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, mean for me no more funky chicken. I really should stop eating at Dixie's, actually, anyway. Uh, Stu, before the need for amputation arises, mobilize the Suds selector. It's time for the Hooper Hops. Here whoa, we whoa. go. 
Is this a song from last week? I can't remember. Hoop, Let's hoop, go for a hoop, cheeky hop, wee spin. Hoop, 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 hops. It's the hoop of hops. Oh, man, that was I'm still a lovely song. That. I'm still working on that, buddy. Don't so, worry. These kids get better every episode. Four left? Two years left. So that, that means we have two episodes left after this. We have two episodes left of our normal uh, or our kind of uh, current lineup of shows. And then we've mm. got our we've got a couple of specials coming up to end the season with, guys. So look forward to that. But um, for now, let's uh, give it a spin. See what we're pairing up. Here we go. <laughs> Yay! It's a Bali wine. Shoots face says it all. I know he's looking forward to that one. He's been looking forward to that one for a long time. He's been looking for an excuse to drink Gold Label for a long time. I don't even know what that time. is. <laughs> and now is it he has thing? it. it it's, a, it's definitely a thing. Yeah. What are we pairing Bali wine with, uh, young Stuart? Uh, I'm predicting wheat. Let's find out. Let's have a look. Here we go. Wow, wheat bit. It's almost like you cheated, but it's okay. <laughs> I will <laughs> I will accept that. We've got a wheat beer, guys. Uh we haven't got on particularly well with them <laughs> in the past, but we'll mm-hmm. see how we uh how we do. Um for I just thought like we've only got two we've got two names left on there, but I'm hoping yeah, so people that's are our not... next that is yeah. our next episode's I'm, planned. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping people have not been listening so they actually know because we will reveal that on the next episode or combo after this one. But that's a very interesting combination as well. Look forward I could to have that just one. told them. But... Don't say it now, dude. Come on, keep them in suspense. Uh, well, for next week, that's uh, a barley wine and a wheat Ladies beer. and gentlemen, I'd like to tell you now, it is an ale. Give it the game away, buddy. See what I did Give there. the game away. No, I didn't see what he did. What did you do? Okay, let's just move on. Okay, guys. Thank you for joining us once again. Holy matrimony. Matrimony. <laughs> right, try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you for joining us once again. Holy matrimony. Really enjoyed the reception, but some of these wedding gifts, uh, you got us are a bit confusing. A yoga mat. I've never heard of that beer. Is it Dutch? In terms of social media, at the log logs, is what we're under when it's not ladders, pressure, or the influence. Stu, you've been quite the busy bee over there lately, am I right? Yes. Um, I've just been sort of keeping us on the go. You know, we have um, another craft beer little uh, festival going on at Lidl's this time around. So I I picked up six different beers from there today. I've left them in my cart, so I cannot show you what they are. Um, on the dog so I have those I left the window down for the dog I don't have um, <laughs> but I've also been backdating my, my holiday beer because there was no signal when I was out there so I couldn't share them as I was drinking them Yeah, of course. so yeah so it's a little bit backdating beer what beer we're buying and yeah some podcast promotion and some lovely interactions with our listeners Definitely, man. It's great to kind of see the community that's kind of building up over there with like-minded folk. And, you know, mm-hmm. we really hope people are digging a show. And it seems like they are, or at least um, they're kind of digging the community that we're 
trying to kind of create cre- create sounds create's not the right word but community communi- yeah that's a good word thanks you mm. yeah the community we're trying to we're not even trying to curate it are we really <laughs> yeah good um, word but that's just, that wasn't what i needed at all <laughs> the community that has spawned over there uh from a our podcast a growth has occurred tonight <laughs> and over the past couple of months and yeah, it's, it's it's really awesome to see a lot of like-minded people kind of uh, you know uh, enjoying the fun over there. So guys, yeah, I think we're close to two hundred now, Stu, in terms of followers. Do you have a number? Uh, it's still a bit hanging about the one hundred eighties. Like we get a couple people on, a couple stragglers fuck off. Come on, this isn't but this isn't bullseye. Okay, one eighty is not good enough. Okay, we want one eight one. Okay, Wait, we want one eight seven on an undercover cop. Okay, that's what we want, and then we're just gonna stop letting people follow it because that's the best number of followers. Wait, uh, breaking oh, news! We we've got one hundred eighty-three. Okay, Johnny Toe, chill out. Woo! One eighty-three. Clap! That's yeah. a milestone. That is a milestone. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, that's it, everybody. It's a it's a fond farewell with hugs and kisses. Uh, we're mostly hits and misses, but less about our back catalogue. Bon voyage, booze hounds. I hope you're not hitting your misses. That is <laughs> Not until we review Stella. Uh, say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, Stu. Fucking love you. Love you too, babe. Uh, Another hour in the bag, man. Jeez Louise.